Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. Josh, unfortunately, cannot make it tonight. He had his son today, Josiah Vittorio. Welcome to the world. Josh, congratulations. Um, And for his birthday, we got a big old win. Let's talk about it. Right, the Pittsburgh Penguins took on the Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa Bay, and we got a W in overtime, 5-4, and I am pleased to announce that we have a special guest on with us, host of the Locked On Penguins podcast, writer at this fun, Hunter Hodes. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Great win by the team tonight, four in a row. Mm-hmm. And as again, I do not understand this team at all this season. Uh, yeah, they continue to find new ways to just, you know, take you out and then bring you right back in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so I want to throw it right back on you. First thoughts off the top of your head, off the top of the dome. What you think of the game? Just the game in general. We'll get into the trades and stuff, but. What about this game really spoke to you? Yeah, I, I thought it was a great game between two, you know, very good teams. I mean, obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning have gone to three straight channel stand like the finals, but the Penguins, they've had the Lightning's number in the Mike Sullivan era. They've now won five of their last six games against them. They swept the season series. It's hilarious that they can sweep the season series against the Lightning, yet they go 0-6 against the Islanders and the Hurricanes combined. I, I really yeah. don't understand that at all. Ho- hockey is uh, actually, you know, 0-7 combined against them. Hockey is a very silly sport. But, you know, back and forth all night long, Vasilevsky was making some ridiculous saves as usual. Yeah. He is, I think, the best goaltender in the league. Shesterkin, I think, is a little bit behind him. But, you know, they just kept trading blow, blow for blow. You know, whether it was, mm-hmm. you know, Steven Samko scoring or, you know, Brandon Point scoring, Jason Zucker, Drew O'Connor, Jason Zucker again, you know, all that stuff. You know, they just, they kept, it was, it was just a heavyweight fight. And it's a lot of fun when these two teams go at it. And I even tweeted during the game, it's really unfortunate that these two teams have only played one conference final in this era against each other. When yeah. They have so much talent. Um, I love watching Cooper and Sullivan go at it. I think they're two of the five best coaches in the league. Um, and it was just a really fun game to watch. You know, high scoring. I love that. And, you know, even though it was, both boys still came up with some ridiculous saves. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Jari made some sweet saves there. Uh, yeah, he let in some some weak goals. But overall, I thought he played really well. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, just a lot happening um, in this game. Just not only going into overtime, the back and forth, the multiple penalties back to back. You had Chris Letang have an injury scare, which we don't even know what's going on with that. So, you know, <laughs> I, you know, the first line playing well at first and then the second line, I honestly did not think they were playing well until you know kind of Zucker took over a little bit but um yeah I mean just this game was completely crazy to me it was stressful it felt like a playoff game to your point of what we wish we had more you know head-to-heads with uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning it felt like a playoff game and I feel like this team currently could be ready for the playoffs which is my first question to you so do you think currently, with this roster, are we a playoff team? You know, <laughs> I said last Friday, no. So I'm probably <laughs> going to look like a massive hypocrite here because I'm going to change my answer in a week. I will say yes right now because they've turned it on a decent bit. But, you know, you got to be careful. Short sample sizes can be tricky. Um, yeah. I will say, too, that Edmonton game, I think, really woke them up. They got embarrassed on home ice. Fire Hextall chants rang throughout the arena. Everyone heard it. I'm, the ownership heard it. They had a meeting with the players and part of the coaching staff down in Tampa Bay before this game, after the trade. You know, I don't really know what was discussed. I did hear that a couple of people in the meeting were just not happy overall, but, you know, a win just cures everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, right now with how the last week has gone, the Sabres have lost some games. The Red Wings have been losing. Um, you know, you have the games in hand on the Islanders. Right now, they are looking like a playoff team. But the schedule coming up, it's still going to get nasty. You know, right. you have a lot of tough games coming up. You have three in a row against the Rangers in, in just about, I believe, uh, I believe it's like in a week and a half, if I if I recall correctly. So you have to get through that. But yeah. Once you get through March, that kind of trip, yeah. you have a lot of games um, to end the season against some bad teams. You know, you still, I think you still play Columbus a couple more times. I think you still have Philly at least two or three more times. So once yeah. you get past this hard part of the schedule, if you can just survive that, get some wins, you should be able to, you know, beat the hope, hopefully beat the bad teams on your schedule. So right now, I do think they are probably a playoff team. It's just, I don't know what they are outside of that, I guess. Sure. So, so first round exit is what you're saying as of right now. Going up against Carolina or Boston, you know, you don't want to play Boston. I'll say that. No, no. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to be very hard to beat any of both of those teams. I'll say that. I mean, that's like I said, what, a, a week ago, two weeks ago when we were in that bad slump. I just want to make the playoffs. I don't care if we get the first round exit. As long as we're, we keep the streak alive, you know, and we, we just keep on going. That's all that's in my mind right now. Because clearly there's some management issues. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that we would have done differently uh, with Hextall and the situation here. So as long as we get to the playoffs... I take that as a win. I know we're not going to make it past the first round. If we do, that's fantastic. If we don't, I'm okay. I'll take the L. Let's get ready for the next season. I'm okay as long as we keep the streak. So speaking of the roster, speaking of management, speaking of what just happened, two things has happened since our game on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, 
Obviously, Mark Friedman and Brock McGinn were sent down to Wilkes-Barre. They cleared waivers, which I did not expect. I thought Brock McGinn was sure going to get taken. I kind of felt Brock, uh, excuse me, Friedman would have clear just because he's been down there he's had kind of back and forth before so i kind of expected that did not expect for both of them to clear then on thursday no excuse me wednesday march 1st uh the penguins make a trade they send teddy bluger to the vegas golden knights for peter let's let's try this deliberatore I, 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 I'm going to have to go on the prospects and learn how to pronounce his name. That, that's okay. okay. I'm going to have to go on there and do it myself. Okay. So I'm not the only one struggling and a 2024 third round draft pick. I think that's a pretty good return for Bluger. What do you think, Hunter? <clears throat> yeah. Like, and, you know, we'll get to the other train in a second. This was a setup. Movie, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. You clear out the salary cap space. You have 6.3 million, but you know, what always matters to me is what do you do with that space? We've seen Jim Rutherford do that in the past. Remember he cleared out Connor Sherry and Matt Hunwick, created all that cap space. Oh, you throw it all away when you sign Jack Johnson. Well, right. Ron Hexbell kind of did that. And when he traded for Mikhail Granlund, I will say Granlund played very well in this game against the Lightning. He actually started to have a lot of us eat some crow, at least for one game. It looked like the third line looked confident or looked yeah. Okay. At least, which is a lot better than what we've seen for you know this entire season. So, um, you know, I'm not gonna obviously root against the player. He, I want him to succeed here, just like I did. Remember when they signed Jack Johnson and all that? He, he seems like a really nice guy, good head on his shoulders. You know, right. I, I was only upset that the general manager decided that this is gonna be his main move and to go after like a better roster player who could help this team more because you know he's just kind of a player that they have a lot of in the bottom six, someone who can pass the puck well but really can't finish. But mm-hmm. you know, tonight thought he played well overall. Um, but you know, that's getting off track a little bit. But in sure. terms of like the strictly the return for Bluger, it was fine. You know, when Ryan Paling is healthy, and that's a huge if because he's been injured all year it's the same oh, thing. Yeah. i don't know what it is it's nagging him he's been out of the lineup he is a better fit for the fourth line center spot than believer people are going to come to you and say oh his pk ability and stuff like that i get it good penalty. Mm-hmm. honestly the pk it's been bad without him it's been bad with him and he wasn't doing anything offensively this year his defensive impacts were kind of going down the gutter a little bit as well I was yeah. fine with moving on. He was going to be a pending. He was going to be a UFA at the end of this year anyway. Yeah. He was not going to be coming back. So I'm fine. I was fine with that. It's just what came after that I think had a lot of people upset. Yeah. I, I obviously when this happened, I remember in you, myself, everyone in the Penguins Twitter sphere was expecting something big. We all thought we were going for the Arizona defenseman Chukrin at the time until this this trade came out, which was clearly the move that Ron Hextall cooked up in his head. And that is um, Grunland from the Nashville Pet Predators. We obtained him for a second round, uh, 2023, excuse me, second round draft pick. So we had your thoughts on the Bluger trade. It was setting up for this trade. What do you think? 
first thoughts like obviously i know we can break it down and you know how he played but surface level i don't think this was a win of a trade no not right now again one game played fine we'll have to see how it is for the rest of the season next season because he's probably going to be here but you know at the time and still i just think it was kind of an l for ron hextall i just you know guy's 31 years old only has nine goals this season you know he's you know just the antithesis of what this team needs honestly they need Mm -hmm. finishers in their bottom six he is not that his passing ability very good playmaking ability same thing very good but his defensive Mm -hmm. work you know his defensive game needs a lot of work he doesn't score you know he's not going to get top power play minutes you know people like to say oh wow this player was he had 64 points last season okay his most three most common line mates were a matt duchene b philip forsberg and c roman yossi who's one of the five best defensemen on the planet so yeah now you're going to be <laughs> playing with those three to jeff carter and danton heinen and you know All you're on the third stars. line probably with a lot of P.O. Joseph, Jan Ruda. It's it's just, it's, yeah. it's much different, you know? So, it's a good start. I wish they would have went after someone who fits the team a bit better. I struggle to sure. see how much better they're going to be with him in the lineup. One game, 1-0 in the era, that's good. Let's see how these next 22 plus games go. Yeah. The big kicker. Now, he, I think he did play well. He came out flying. He definitely wanted to prove Penguins Twitter wrong for sure coming out the gate. But he did not take a single shot this entire game. So that is a little concerning. I wish I want a little bit more selfishness from him going forward because clearly he knows how to get down in the corners, retrieve the puck, set it up. But I would like for him to start shooting the puck. I would like to see if he can, he can, uh, he can score for us because that would be obviously massive for our bottom six. Yeah, I mean, if he just rediscovers his scoring touch, then I think everyone here is going to take the L. Uh, I mean, one hundred percent. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this, Lee. I don't think outside of the Jack Johnson signing, I've been on this in this community for over about a decade now. At this point, I have not seen people come together to really destroy a general manager the way I did with this outside of the Jack Johnson signing. Uh, everyone mm. was just going after him with blood. Um, you know, but hey, they had, the third line had 75% of the expected goals tonight. I'm sure that's going to make Ron Hextall smile in his sleep. Um, and you know, all we can hope for is that he continues to have or make us eat crow and until everybody discovers his swing touch. I, I don't mind being wrong in the slightest. I will be wrong a million more times. I will laugh about it. I, I don't, I, yeah. I have never been a perfect person. I will never be a perfect person. I've seen yeah. my picks pan out. Some of them don't. So if he ends up being what, just what this team needs, all, all for, I'm all for it then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, we all we can do is report of what's happening currently. That's all we do. Uh, so, you know, obviously things are going to change. And, and man, I mean, as these news comes to us, we have to react. And everyone thought the same thing. And hopefully it works out. Like, I, I, I know I tweeted out today. Hey, I feel so bad because this dude didn't get a fair shake coming to Pittsburgh because everyone hates him already. And he hasn't even done anything. 
he, you know, it's not his fault he got traded to the Penguins. So, you know, I, I kind of felt bad because we were all so we were all so negative. But hey, I hope he produces. I hope he crushes it here because you know maybe he's he discovers himself and can kind of fall into that kind of. This is kind of uh, ill comparison, but like um, Chris Kunitz, right? You know, something who's not, you know, an all-star, but someone who's going to get into those corners and kind of set up a play for us and set up for the big guys, which clearly is something that he did in Nashville. So hopefully we can use that going forward. Now, I know I said I wouldn't ask you this, but I'm going to ask you to, to you anyway, even though you've been tweeting it out like crazy tomorrow. Friday, March 3rd, is the trade deadline. Is Ron Hextall doing anything else? Or is he just calling it a day and we're just going to aim for the playoffs? It's a great question, Louis. Um, you know, I spoke to someone today who is a little closer to the team than I am. And I, I asked the person, like, you know, just you know, they, they're familiar with their plans. And I said, do you think anything's going to happen tomorrow? And he told me he doesn't think so. Um, okay. And I saw another report, I think, from Dan Kovacevic that said um, they're after a third-line banger. I don't know what the heck that means. Um, someone that can hit or something. If you want to go hang out and get a third-line banger, get someone who can score and throw their body around. I don't need someone like yeah. Nick Delorier coming in here, Austin Watson, and he just had a dirty hit tonight on um, someone, one of the Rangers players. I, I can't remember his name. But um, players like that, I don't need near the Penguins. That's just, that doesn't, yeah. you know. That's Tom just, Wilson? That's, that name's been thrown around. Oh, yeah. I think Tyler Kennedy was just full. Oh, no, no. I know he was joking. But then people actually said, oh, that could work if that's something that we wanted to do. I saw that. But <laughs> yeah. The day the Capitals trade Tom Wilson to the Penguins is, I think, the day this planet gets destroyed. <laughs> uh, I just. I wanted I, to see I, your reaction to that. But. That is not ever happening. If, if anything, he'll be the next cap, uh, captain of the Capitals once Alex Ovechkin calls it a career. I don't think he'll yeah, yeah, that. Um, I don't think he would get a warm welcome even if, you know, we wanted to make that trade. So, no, no. yeah. But no, I, I think if anything, it's going to be a smaller move. Someone for their bottom yeah. six that can round out the third line. Um, now, do I think anyone from this team, like their forwards and defensemen right now, are going to get traded? No, I think because the salary cap space is so limited, maybe that's Brock McGinn from Wilkesbury going the other way, Mark Friedman, something like that, because you still have, you still, you are still paying part of McGinn's salary despite him being in Wilkesbury. And I don't, I don't think they want to keep him down there. That's just disrespectful to him. Uh, just yeah. because he's been an NHL regular for his entire career. He played his tail off on Tuesday. And, you know, I know he hasn't been that good this season, but it was still a, a, a gritty performance from a veteran. I think if there is a trade um, and someone comes in, Louis, I think he's probably the one that gets moved. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think you look at the rest of the team right now, forwards, defensemen, goalies. I don't think anyone that's on the active roster right now is getting moved out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Even if it's for like something smaller. Yeah, I, I would be kind of no surprised. Um, I don't really know who from this roster is maybe tradable. I mean, you gonna trade Dan Heinen? I don't really know. You gonna trade Josh Archibald? I don't. I don't. I don't, know. I don't think they. I don't think they would at this point. You know, no. obviously everyone's gonna be sweating. You know, the rumors are gonna be rampant. But you know, if they do something, it's gonna be small. Yeah. So hey, the Penguins. Um, I appreciate that the Penguins are now on a four-game win streak. Don't want to jinx it. Um, 
but they have been playing better. I don't know if it, what, like you said, it was the Oiler game. If the dads just really kind of, you know, <laughs> they're having their dads around, made them feel better. I don't know. They're definitely playing better. This game had a lot of people contributing from Jari to Petrie to Zucker to O'Connor. Beautiful goal by O'Connor and Petrie, his second goal in like 25 seconds. So who's your beauty of the game for today? We talked about trades. We talked about the game recap. Who's your beauty of tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's I wish I wish I could say at the time you got to go Drew O'Connor. That was someone pointed oh, out really someone pointed this out on penguins twitter i don't know if you noticed it that goal didn't remind you a little bit of jordan stall's goal against the detroit red wings in the final yeah and yeah yeah protect the puck mm-hmm. you know just go around drive the in there and the and then go backhand forehand that was very similar to what stall did and just it came out of nowhere i just didn't couldn't believe it and he's been great these last yes. two games. He is playing Absolutely. like someone who deserves to be in this lineup, Louie. He, he is Yo, playing like a regular. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I really noticed that. I think it was, I would say, probably four games ago. Yeah. I honestly believe he, he really came out of his, you know, AHL shell. You know, there was a moment like we saw that with Rust where he was that AHL guy and then all of a sudden he clicked. And I think that's what we're witnessing right now with O'Connor. He's really clicking. He's playing hard. Obviously, he just drove a puck from the net and he took the puck off the boards. Like it wasn't like a breakaway. He he came like he turned in and it was a beautiful goal. But I I'm actually going to disagree with you. I don't think I, I O'Connor's goal was fantastic and he has been playing great. That's that's awesome. But I thought it was Petrie's night. That that two goals in 25 seconds out of nowhere you gotta give it to him he was yeah he was playing really well and that goal that second goal top shelf right above his shoulder that was the quick one and it you know defenseman coming down low making that shot you'd love to see it um so i'm gonna have to go petri but um i'm sure everyone else will let us know who the the beauty of the game is um but yeah, I mean, like I said, this is going to be a shorter one, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. Where can they find you and what are you up to? Yeah, you can follow me, <clears throat> excuse me, on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore penguins five days a week for episodes for the podcast. It's funny after this recording with Louie, I'm probably going to go record my own show. So just do a little home and home <laughs> there. Um, and then you can also find my full-time work at the spun.com is where I work um, full-time and we do a lot of, um, you know, just regular sports content over there. A lot of football and um, just, uh, just a lot of football in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's great. Um, the penguins next game Panthers, Saturday, March 4th at 6 p.m. That's going to be a good one. Hopefully we could get another W, keep this train going. Um, and that'll pretty much do it for this. You guys can always find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can find us on Twitter, at Penns Collective. Um, I tweet during the game, as does Hunter. Everyone, like I always say, there's like a little twit- uh, a Penguins Twitter sphere Everyone tweets during the game. We all kind of interact with each other. Come join us. We'd love to have you. And uh, Hunter, we always have a sign-off here on the show. As always, let's Let's go go Pens. Pens.